Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. This episode is coming right off the heels of Mother's Day, and I have been thinking a lot over the last couple days about my own Mother's Day and the things that I have learned over the years in regards to Mother's Day and loving myself and expectations and all of the things that can come um, with holidays and infidelity and separations and divorce and things like that. And so I just want to kind of share with you my journey into Mother's Day, kind of the journey of Mother's Day that has um, transpired for me and how I have been able to make it into a day that I love in spite of circumstances. So let me take it all the way back to the beginning. Next week will be 19 years ago that my daughter was born on my birthday. My second child, she's about to turn 19, and she was born on my birthday. And it's funny because she's the only one of my three that I wasn't induced with, that I actually went in to labor on my own with her. So it was all meant to be. But because of that, you know, Mother's Day always came like right before our birthdays because we have a May birthday. So their dad would always make like this really, really big deal out of Mother's Day. It would spoil me with gifts and breakfast in bed. And he, from a very young age, he taught the kids that when he would take them shopping for me, that their their response would always be when I ask, what you get? They'd say, just flowers. And they were so good at that just flowers. And so I had these expectations of what Mother's Day was supposed to look like. And then you fast forward about 10 years, and I spend my first Mother's Day as a single mom. And nobody made me breakfast in bed. I think I did get gifts there. You know, in the beginning, their dad was good about making sure that they had a gift to give to me. And he did that for me, but really also for them, because it was important for him for him to make sure that they had something to give their mom. And I'm grateful for that. But I just remember that first Mother's Day as a single mom, spending most of the day in resentment. Because we know that expectations are just premeditated resentment. And I resented where I was. I resented that I wasn't being spoiled the way I thought I should be. And then the next Mother's Day rolled around and my kids were a little bit older and they remembered all the things dad used to do. So they were, I woke up to all these handmade cards. I got breakfast in bed. I still remember it was cold egg and a piece of toast. But it was, you know, I was able to find these little bits of joy in there. The kids and I went for a hike. 
Um, we came home and took a selfie to this day. That selfie is still probably one of my favorite pictures of all time. And it's terrible quality. It's grainy. But there was something about that Mother's Day that I'll never forget. We, at the time, we had a screened in porch on our house. And the kids and I were all sitting out on the screened in porch. And I remembered laughing at something one of the kids did, like really laughing. And it caught me by surprise. And it kind of took my breath away because I had kind of forgotten what the sound of my laughter was. So I had these little joy moments, but still overall, Mother's Day was just a reminder of everything that had been lost. And so for probably the next five years, I allowed Mother's Day to be a day I dreaded. I allowed Mother's Day to be reminders of the way it used to be, or what had been lost, or what had been done to me. And I would sit in disappointment, in anger, in sadness, in resentment, in frustration. And I got to a place where I dreaded the day. And I would guess I probably wasn't very fun to hang out with. About three years ago, I decided I had, I was about six or eight months into my life coaching journey of having my own life coach. And I was starting to see the world in a different way. I was starting to see myself in a different way. I was starting to understand that expectations just always lead to resentment and disappointment. And I knew I had to do something to make Mother's Day, like I I wanted to find the excitement in Mother's Day. And I thought, what can I do? And I realized that what I needed to do in that year was I needed to take Mother's Day off of myself and put it onto somebody else. And so instead of celebrating me on Mother's Day, instead of making it about me, I decided to make it about all these other amazing women in my life. And I put together these little Mother's Day packets. My parents happened to be in town. We piled the whole family in the car and we drove around delivering these packets to other women. And in doing that, and in in filling up somebody else's cup, I forgot about my own. I forgot about all the ways that my cup wasn't getting filled. But at the same time, I also realized that I could fill my own cup. I could create what I wanted for my Mother's Day. So that was three years ago. Then last year, I decided that it was up to me to get the Mother's Day that I wanted, that I was letting everybody else in my life off the hook. And so I planned my Mother's Day from start to finish. You know, as my kids have gotten older and they understand about Mother's Day and all the things, what I've learned is Mother's Day is the one day a year I get all yeses and no no's and no grumbles and they do whatever I ask and they don't leave my side and they hang out with me all day. And I thought, okay, here's your chance. You can sit in resentment about 
the way Mother's Day used to be or the way that you think it should be. Or you can take this opportunity where your children are going to say yes to everything you want them to do, and you can fill it with all of the things that you long for in your day-to-day life, like hiking and having dinner together and having them help me with something, a project, or picking up the house, or have making them go with me to buy flowers, or whatever, play a game with me, whatever it is, I realized my Mother's Day was in my hands. And when I learned to put it back into my hands and take it out of the hands of everybody else in my life, I created such a joy-filled Mother's Day. So the last two years, that's what I've done. Last year, we went for a hike because I love to be out in nature. I love to get outside and hike. Oftentimes, if I ask the kids, they're like, hey, I know what to do, or, you know, I have to work, or their schedules all never line up. So I started thinking about Mother's Day two or three months previous. So for this year, I thought about it, I think back in March, I sent a text message to my kids. Now, my kids are older, about to turn 18, about to turn 19 and 21. So I have big kids. I sent a text message out back in March and I said, put it on your calendar. We're going hiking on Mother's Day. Please take the day off work. That's all I said. And then a couple times, maybe in April, I'd send a reminder, can't wait for our hiking on Mother's Day. Did you remember to take the day off? And then as May came and we started to look at the weather, you know, one of the kids would message in our little family group chat and say, it looks like it might rain on Mother's Day. And I'd say, oh, I'm still holding out hope. I'm still waiting to see. Maybe we can squeeze it in. And so this year's Mother's Day was created by me. It was all the people I wanted to spend my day with. It was all the things I wanted to do. So I want to give you a recap of what my Mother's Day today looked like. And then I'm going to give you some other things that I have done on some of the other Mother's Days that brought me some joy. So this year, I got all my children to go to church with me. So we got up, we went to church. The day before, my husband had said, would you like to go out for lunch on Mother's Day? I said, how about brunch after church? So he met us at a new restaurant we hadn't tried. We had brunch. We came home. We are frantically trying to get our place cleaned up for a graduation party. I have one graduating high school this year, but also she's having a pool party for her friends. And just because of the way it is, we have to every year drain our pool, power wash it, refill it. Like it just, it's just what it is. But they were coming on Tuesday to open the pool. We still weren't done power washing. It takes two days to fill it because it's a giant pool. And we got home and I had already thought, I don't want to spend Mother's Day working on the pool. That's not how I want to spend my Mother's Day. So I had been like working really hard all week to get the things done so that on Mother's Day, I could do only the things I wanted to do. Well, it just didn't happen. We get home and the kids were like, let's tag team the pool together real fast so we can get it, the hose going and start filling it up. And then we can go on our hike. 
And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. So we tag teamed the pool. We cleaned it out. We finished it up. We got the hose going. We were able to take like a 45 minute hike. The weather ended up being beautiful. We got home from that hike and we picked up the whole house in preparation for the cleaning help that we have coming the next day. So everybody helped clean up the house. And then my daughter and I went to uh, the grocery store and we went and got the salt for the pool. So, you know, I got to take somebody with me. Normally I'm running errands by myself. As my kids have gotten older, I love for them to join me. And then I wanted steak. I kind of love steaks now, which is funny because when I was younger, I didn't even like meat, but I like, I like my steaks now. And so I came home and I cooked myself this giant tomahawk steak. We had baked potatoes, steak, and salad, exactly what I wanted to eat. I cooked it myself. Why? Because I'm okay with that. Because what I wanted was a home-cooked meal of steak, potato, and salad. And if that meant I needed to cook it myself in order to have it, I'm okay with that. And it was the best day. We all fell into bed so exhausted. I hope to have the same kind of day next year. So all of that to say that it's okay to plan your own Mother's Day. It's okay to buy your own gift. Here's the thing. When you let everybody else off the hook, when you drop the expectations that you have for everybody else about Mother's Day, you're the one that gets to get out of resentment and disappointment and frustration. You're not like letting them off the hook. You're letting yourself off the hook. You're allowing yourself to feel more joy, to feel more peace, to feel more contentment, to feel more fulfilled. You want breakfast in bed? DoorDash it. You want a steak for dinner? Learn how to cook a steak on your Blackstone. I YouTubed it. It was so good. So good. Now, do I love when I wake up and there's flowers on the table from my girls and there's a card and a gift from my daughter? Yeah, but you know what? Now, that's just cherries on top. That's just the extra I don't need. That's just the fun surprises that sometimes life throws at you. But I don't need those surprises in order to feel content. I don't need those surprises in order to have a good Mother's Day or a good birthday. Now, I would say that I will do this exact same thing for my birthday, but I won't because it's my daughter's birthday too. So this is why I take Mother's Day very seriously now and why I will always plan my own Mother's Day. And I will not feel guilty about the people I don't spend it with or the things I don't do. Not one little bit. It's my day. I've earned it. I used to think all of this was so selfish. I don't think that anymore. I think this is loving yourself well. And if I've learned anything on my journey, it's how to love myself more than anybody else loves me. Because when I do, I know that there is nothing that can take me down, nothing that can destroy me, 
nothing that can take away my joy, nothing that will keep me from showing up in the world. And learning to love myself well has been one of the greatest gifts. It's allowed me to love Mother's Day again. It's allowed me to love my current husband in a way I never thought possible. It's allowed me to love my children for who they are instead of who I want them or need them to be. So let's chat a few ideas about Mother's Day. Okay, one of the things that I did that I loved the first couple Mother's Day when Mother's Day was hard for me was I bought my kids gifts. I Gift giving is one of my love languages. I learned it from my mother. I do love to give gifts for lots of things. And I like to have good, meaningful gifts. Like I don't want to buy a gift that they're going to put in the garage sale for 25 cents. Like I don't want to waste my money. I want them to like the gift. And so it started out that the year their kids, the kids went to their dads for Easter instead of doing an Easter basket because I didn't want them to get confused about, well, now the Easter money comes to two houses. I got them a Mother's Day gift and it was all the things I would have put in their Easter basket. But then I kept up with that for a few years. So that was fun. That's an idea because it takes Mother's Day off of you and onto them. And the first time I did that, they're like, it's Mother's Day. Why are we getting a gift? I said, it's a thanks for making me a mom gift. They were stoked. They They did not expect that at all. So I've done that. I loved the year that I made little gift baskets and I put them in mail. I didn't tell people I was bringing them. I didn't tell them I dropped them off. I simply put them in their mailboxes. The next time they went to get the mail, there would be a little surprise for them. That was really fun. That takes the 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 day off of you and puts it on them. So you get busy thinking about the people you're blessing instead of thinking about yourself and maybe what you're missing or or the people who aren't in your life on Mother's Day that should be, or, or whatever your thoughts are. But you can apply this to every holiday, every birthday, every event or opportunity when maybe the way it is now isn't the way you thought it would be when you were married or, you know, Maybe there's certain times you don't have the kids. Maybe there's holidays you have to give up your kids. Yeah, there's sadness in that. And be willing to feel the sadness. But then take ownership for your life. And take action and decide, okay, how can I make this good? How can I make 4th of July fun without my kids? Maybe that's the next holiday you don't have your kids. Plan a party. Invite some friends over. Go to a friend's house, hang out with family. Like, I just want to encourage you to be willing to create your life on purpose because that is where the joy is. And when I learned to do that, my mother's days turned so much better. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love.
Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.